You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to Now Hear This. I'm your host, Chris Spangle. Now Hear This is a conversation with leaders in Indianapolis that are working to improve the lives of Hoosiers. Our goal is to empower you to join in their work and make a difference while informing you about the unseen aspects of life in Indiana. If you miss an episode, you can listen via podcast at nowhearthisindy.com. Today is the first time we're uh, covering this subject on Now Hear This, and it's become increasingly important through the COVID pandemic, and it is financial literacy. And uh, I am pleased to uh, welcome Dusty Simmons, who is the VP of Membership Development, and James Davidson, the AVP of Financial Liberty at the Financial Center First Credit Union. And they are also the hosts of Carpe Dime, uh, the podcast that is now on the All Indiana Network through Wish TV. Welcome to you both. Thanks for having us. Welcome. Thank you. So, tell first off, tell us about the credit union because, I, like, I've been at a bank my my whole time, so I, I'm not even really sure what a credit union is. Can you explain that to me? Uh, yeah. So it's when I when I talk to people about this actual subject, I, I always say that uh, banks and credit unions are a lot alike in the fact that we do we do the same things. Uh, we take people's money for savings deposits. We we lend them money when they need money. Uh, so we, we do all those things. The, the really biggest difference is credit unions are not for profit. So if you bank at a bank, you're just a customer. If you bank at a credit union, you're actually a member and you actually own a portion of the credit union. And our board is actually consists of members that actually bank at the credit union. Whereas if you bank at, you know, the big bank, you're not on their board. Uh, you know, the, the biggest shareholder is probably going to be on that board. And I always like to say, uh, I think the biggest difference is uh, if you've ever seen that wonderful movie uh, during uh, Christmas, the one they show every Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, it's a wonderful life. You got George Bailey at the building, uh, the Bailey building alone. That's who we are. We're sort of that, that that's, that's sort of our niche. That's, that's excellent. Um, so financial literacy, Dusty, I would think is incredibly important to the health of the overall nonprofit to the overall credit union. So what do you do as an organization to help your members thrive? Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, financial literacy is kind of the backbone of uh, financial center here. Uh, we we kind of call it the heart and soul of who we are. And our job is really to help members improve their lives by uh, learning more about how to manage their finances, how to make good financial decisions. We're not here to steer you one product or service or another. It's more to give you the information that you need to make good financial decisions. And, you know, often for that, for us as an organization, that creates loyalty. You know, people want to bank with somebody that they trust. And um, when they find that they can you know, find that kind of trust in us, they, they stay with us and they bank with us and they tell their friends and family about us, which is how we, you know, thrive and grow. I'll be totally transparent. I uh, am one of the people who probably need to take your class. I've never been good at managing my money, uh, but I don't really know where to begin. What are some, where should I start? Give me just a mini overview of like, what are the first steps that somebody who is, you know, doesn't have a lot of savings, lives paycheck to paycheck. How do I get out of that lifestyle and move more towards financial freedom? 
my gosh, that's like 90% of America, right? Yeah. yeah. I was say, you're, you're in the big boat with a lot of people, man. Yeah. That's uh, you're not, you're not the exception to the rule there. I, I, I always tell people that the, well, the first thing is, you know, it's sort of take a step of saying, you know, I need to learn how to do this and I need to be better at this. And I always tell people that the first thing I recommend you do is you actually sit down and you start writing down everything you spend money on uh, and, and track that for a week or two and find out what, what the things are you're spending money on. Uh, most of us know what our mortgage or our rent is. We know what our car payment is. We, we know those big bills. We know we, we go to the grocery store. But the, we, when it gets down to the nitty gritty, how many Starbucks did you have last week? Uh, how many times did you go out for lunch last week? Those little things. Uh, what are those? I call them spending leaks. What are those little spending leaks where you go, hey, it's just a cup of coffee. But when you do it 20 times a month, it, it actually adds up and you're going to find out where that money goes. And it, the answer is, you, you know, you sit down and you create the budget. And you start taking the steps. And I tell everybody, you're going to screw up. It's like a diet. It's like exercise. It, exercising you're going to have a good time you're going to start out really strong and then you're going to make a mistake and most of us when we make a mistake we quit and i think it's really about just and when you do make a mistake just the next day go back to the budget so chris don't quit number one and number two you know find a way once you create that budget to uh, to learn how to pay yourself first which really gets you out of that paycheck to paycheck mentality and that's one of the biggest things that credit unions have been focused on since their inception is is you know savings first and daily banking second. Okay, I hear that a lot, but let me push back on that because the pay yourself first thing, my mom has always said this, she's very good with money. And uh, if, you're, if you're a person out there living paycheck to paycheck, you're, you're, you, I, I'm personally, fortunately not in this boat, but I think a lot of people are overextended and they're, they're living on credit even. And how do you start to pay yourself first and save money and put that money into savings when you're overextended. What, what would you say to those folks? Let's start with James. Well, I think there's so many pieces of that puzzle. One you, you talked about was debt being overextended. You know, that's part of sitting down on the budget and looking, seeing what you owe and how much you owe, and coming up with a plan for that. But I, I also believe this: anybody can start savings. I mean, you you just have to commit to it. And uh, I, this is one of those ones that I preach a lot: is the 52 week challenge, where we, number one, you just have to put a dollar in a savings account. Which I think we most of us can put a dollar away in a savings account, no matter really where we are in our financial life. Week two, we put two dollars in. Week three, we put three dollars in. And actually, believe it or not, by the time you're done doing that, the fifty-second week when you put fifty-two dollars in that account, you actually have over thirteen hundred dollars in savings. So it's really about starting with those small, those small steps and, and, and committing to that. And maybe you don't want to do it that way. Maybe the answer is I find five dollars that I spend on my whatever I spend it on a week and and commit to putting that in the savings account because it's. We're always going to find a reason why we need the money. Uh, it, it's just about starting with that little amount. That's what I. That's my thoughts on that. Yeah, when I did a budget, I was shocked at how much money I actually have extra. It's just the once I deleted the Amazon purchases, all of a sudden, well, I might be yeah. rich. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are some of the most common things that as you sit down with folks and talk to them about their financial literacy, what are other than those spending leaks? What are the other big questions that people tend to have that you get asked all the time? Uh, one of a lot of times it is credit credit score and it's debt. And, you know, I've known people in the past that have declared bankruptcy, but after bankruptcy, they've done all the right things and meaning that they've gotten on a program where they're not spending the way they used to. And we've seen their lives flourish when it comes to their credit. Their credit lives flourish. You know, they've got those 800 scores now. So it's really a lot of times it's how can I correct the mistakes I've made 
and get a better credit score and, and, and do better. Because a lot of people don't realize this example is if you bought a car two years ago and the interest rate was high, you can refinance that automobile and find savings that way. But a lot of people don't know that. So it's really about finding those little things, those little ways to save money. And I'm going to use her as an example. Uh, one of the things I tell people to do is go through and see what you're spending on, you know, on whether it's your satellite TV or your cable TV and what you're spending on your, um, what's the other ones? Like, like all your subscriptions. All your subscriptions and find out how many subscription services you're, you're spending on. And then, you know, find out which ones you can cut. Not only that, start calling the ones that you use and ask for them to reduce your payment. I, I made her call AT&T and she saved $100 a month. Wow. So, it's, so there's my 1200 bucks a year. How did you do that? But, you know, that I'm like... Oh, you know, you just, I'm, I'm like such a non-confrontational person. And I've been with AT&T for eight years on my cable and, you know, my, my bill just keeps racket, ratcheting up year after year. And I finally just called and said, I'm going to cut the cord. And they said, what can we do to help you stay? And I said, you got to save me some money. And they cut my bill in half. Wow. So, you know, it, all of this, it's all common sense stuff that we teach. Um, with a little bit of, you know, financial behind the scenes stuff. But um, it's all about just, you know, taking the time to, to look at those things and focus on them, just like it is with any other goal you're trying to accomplish. And, and that is a true story. We sat here in her office. I made her call <laughs> AT&T. Should have seen the pain on her face. <laughs> I hate panic. doing this panic. And she, it, the phone call took her 15 minutes and she cut her bill $100. That's, that's, that's the truth. That's why I tell people in class, call, ask for a discount. You know, all they're going to do is tell you no, uh, but you don't know until, until you ask. I actually did that last week, and I had, I had some uh, service on my car, and I asked for a discount. And the guy says, well, I already gave you an extra $50 off. And I said, well, I wouldn't have known if I didn't ask, right? So, right. Uh, you've got to ask for those discounts. Uh, you know, a lot of times we're afraid to ask for that extra money off. Yeah, there's really like a resistance to adult stuff. You know, that's the... the f- yeah, adult, adult team's hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> phone, phone calls, ugh. Um, <laughs> you know... In in kind of prepping for this, you in our conversations before you said that over half of America can't afford a thousand dollar emergency, and with coronavirus, we've really hit a thousand dollar emergency for so many people, and the economy, you know, whatever the stock market says, it looks like the economy is rougher. Um, what are you seeing in terms of the pandemic as you talk to folks, and and how are you rapidly getting people prepared, and and the people that you're talking to. Yeah, I think most of what we're seeing comes back to what you were t- talking about with an overextension of credit. Um, because if you don't, if you find yourself in an economic downturn and your job's been affected or anything else has happened and you have an emergency situation or you need to live on what you have saved and you're, you're living on credit already, that's a really bad plan. And so what we're finding is the people that are in that situation that the stimulus payments gone so far and now, you know, we're past that is uh, they're looking for ways to consolidate the debt they have, reduce it, lower their monthly payments, um, which are all good things, things that you should be doing with your finances all the time, uh, looking for the smartest way to, to use your budget and spend your money. Um, but unfortunately, you know, when you get into that situation where your job's now affected, that's a little bit harder to do. So, you know, we're all about at this point in time, you know, for, for the rest of America, it's like, how can we get you, uh, to start saving now? So you don't find yourself in that spot in six months, if things continue to decline. And another thing that I've, you know, I've been speaking on, uh, for the last six months, because this has been going on for almost six months is 
make those telephone calls and have conversations. Uh, some you know, what I've seen the pattern, and this is always a pattern I've seen since I've been doing this for twelve years. When people have debt they can't pay, they try to hide from it, mm. and you know, sort of like I'm going to put it over the corner, I'm going to get underneath the blanket, and it's it'll not, go away. It'll go away. It doesn't. So I, what I've been trying to tell people is, be proactive. Call. Let them know what's going on in your life. I mean, if you've called any credit card company or any place that you owe money to in the last six months, the first thing that it says is if you've been affected by COVID, you know, dial this number. You know, you've got to take the, the time and make the take the steps to actually make those phone calls and have a conversation and let them know what's going on. And so many of the uh, creditors now, they've come up with ways to sort of help you with that. So don't just sit there and think, oh, it's, I, I can't do anything. Make the phone calls. And that's, that's the first step I'd say. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen, you know, we love it when our members call and at least let us know what's going on. I mean, that, that makes the conversation a whole lot different than them just avoiding their paying their bill. So when they call, you know, we're able to skip a payment if we need to, we can um, refinance and lower their payment. If it's just an issue, you know, we can put them on a certain you know minimum payment. So that's another benefit of credit unions. I mean, we're really here to make sure that um, you don't get in that not ter terrible trouble and we want to make it as easy as possible to uh to thrive like i said we're george bailey <laughs> right you know, yeah we, we want to make sure you keep your we want to make sure car. you have your yeah. car so you can get to work you know that the idea that there's any benefit of somebody not paying their auto loan they're paying half of it because they're in a, in a situation right now we'd rather them pay half and, and still have that automobile to get around and do what they need to do but it's really about the conversation. And one of our podcasts we had probably a couple of weeks ago was really, we talked about that. The yeah. idea of you need to call. And we, we had our uh, somebody come in from our, what department, member services department? Member uh, solution. Member yeah. solution department really talking about how it's important to have that conversation. We are talking to Dusty Simmons and James Davidson of the Financial Center First Credit Union here in, are you located in Indianapolis? Do you have a, a physical location? Yeah, we have, uh, we have eight locations around the city. Um, our, we're headquartered out of Lawrence on the east side, right off of 465 and 56th Street. Uh, we got a location in Greenwood and also one in Kokomo, and we're soon going to be in the Muncie area. Excellent. And you can find out more about them at fcfcu.com. And you have a great resource at fcfcu.com slash financial dash education. That will be in the show notes. Uh, and they're the host of the Carpe Dime podcast. Uh, so... Tell us a little bit of, give us a flavor of the podcast. What do you talk about on the show? Well, I've got to tell you a funny story real quick. Uh, we, we sent out our email last, a uh, couple of days ago about Carpe Dime, and we got emails back from members telling us that we misspelled it. So it, it is Carpe Dime, not Carpe Dime. Uh, so with that, that was funny. Go ahead and answer this question. Um, yeah. So, you know, as, as, as you know, people change and how they want to learn about all kinds of topics, including financial education. We launched Carpe Dime in 2020 for commuters and people who love to spend 20, 30 minutes on themselves a day. So um, yeah, we launched it to talk because we wanted to be really candid about, you know, personal finance. It's not some big stodgy thing that, like you said, adulting, we have to do it the hard way. So we, you know, talk off each other about relationships and money and all of those things that come into your life that affect your finances. And Unfortunately, your finances are kind of at the center of your life. So, you know, when, when your finances are affected, stress stress is pretty high. So we, we talk to people about how to avoid stress and, and make their lives better. Yeah, I think we talk about it in, in real life terms and 
you know, makes people laugh because some of the things we'll talk about, somebody will hear and go, oh my God, that's us too. Uh, and it's really about, you know, talking about financial literacy and about, you know, managing your money without, you know, putting you to sleep. It's really, it's, it's sort of a, a spin of entertainment because we're all doing things sort of wacky when it comes to our money. So might as well talk about uh, in real life. You know, as an ex-econ teacher, I'm not going to put a supply and demand curve on the <laughs> podcast because we know what that does to people. Yeah, but I, I but you're talking to a, a C student in high school econ. I not not my bag, but <laughs> you can make it interesting. Great. Um, you know what? So, last question before we get to the real last question. Um, what are the things out there? What are the tools out there that you recommend? You find yourself recommending a lot that people really ought to take a look at. I think we talk a lot about um, budgeting tools, uh, whether that's a mint or uh, we talk a lot about um, understanding and knowing where your credit score is. You know, some of those free work, free resources out there um, that you can make sure you're you're staying on track with. What else, Jamie? Well, I mean, back to that, like credit karma, I always tell people, you know, I have credit karma. It's not perfect, but it's going to give you the ballpark of what's going on in your financial life. Uh, another one, when it comes about, you know, people who talk about investing, and you made the comment earlier about, you know, if I'm that person, I'm just having trouble. And, and you go to them and you say, well, let's talk about investing. They're, they totally shut off, right? Because it's like, I don't have an extra dollar. Why would you come talk to me about investing? I think one of the things that I'm a proponent of is, Acorns. Acorns is so easy to start investing. You're investing with, you know, with leftover change. But that's another good one there. Yeah. Uh, well, and you know, Jamie is our uh, full-time financial educator for the credit union. So we talk a lot about the topics that he covers in his classes, uh, which are available for free. Uh, whether that we've got, we've gone webinar based now, we used to do a lot of in-person stuff. So, you know, it's a quick zoom jump on, on Tuesday night or Saturday morning. And mm -hmm. Um, lots of good resources, lots of different classes all the time. Yeah. Oh, and another resource that we offer, actually, we actually have financial literacy online where people can go and learn on their own. It's a wealth builder online. So it's go to fcfcu.com, like you said, the, uh, educate, and you'll see online classes, and they're free. And, and uh, people can learn about whatever they want to when it comes to financial literacy. And we're, we're such a big proponent of financial education in general. I mean, if you're a member here, you, you actually, we actually pay you to learn. So you can earn up to $100 a year just for taking some online financial education or, or attending our webinars. So Cool. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Digit. It just takes it out of my, you know, I'm one of those people that's like, oh, let me see how much money I have today. And Digit takes that money out and you never know it's missing, you know, dollar a day, $5 a day, whatever. Uh, so those, those new tools out there are, are really great too. So I want to throw that one out there. Um, what is the thing that you see every day in your work that you wish everybody understood? Let's start with James. Hmm. What is the, repeat the question again. Let me think, wrap my head around this here. You, what do you see every day in your work as you're talking to people in your industry where you're, you're laser focused on it and then you, you just go, man, I wish everybody understood this. Just make okay. the world better. I, I really think it's the idea of actually saving for yourself. Uh, we, we are a consumer nation and the idea is that we get a dollar, we spend two. I really just wish we could understand the, the, the change that, that mentality, you know, when I buy something, it makes me happy. If I, if I can get a person to change that mentality of when it comes to savings, that gives them that same excitement, that same uh, natural high, that that's, that's what I would love to teach. 
because we really are a, a society that's materialism. I mean, you you said it earlier, Amazon. I've seen the Amazon. I've seen multiple Amazon trucks in my neighborhood every day because that's what everybody's doing when they're at home. You know, online. You know, they they switched from going to to Target or wherever, and now they're having it delivered. I really like to see people. I always joke about in the household. There's usually a saver and a spender, and I've seen people that have gone from being spenders to savers. And I once you see them make that change, it's it's a difference in their life. You can see how much more um, comfortable and calm they are. Oh, my my girlfriend has saved like. 40 grand in the last two years and and we are total opposites and like she's going to be in charge of the money someday but, uh, but and well, you've got to listen to our relationship uh podcast then. yeah just the piece that you know the peace of mind that she has about everything has helped me really turn my stuff around because i'm just like wouldn't it be great not to have to worry about a flat tire you know and over the course of years it's you just go all right this is this is such a more free way to live imagine if you had no concern about getting fired you know because you've got three to six months in savings that kind of stuff so it's really yeah i I, i'm totally with you it's it's a total mindset shift that that just makes your life uh, a lot more peaceful um uh dusty dusty simmons who is the vp of membership development there what is the thing that you just would love to impart to people well, I'm going to say that I used to be on the other side of uh, the financial service world, that for a little word called a bank. Um, and uh, I think the thing that I wish now that I'm on this side of the, the, the not for profit side, what I wish more people would see is the value of credit unions and um, kind of the shift of what our goals and values are in not only helping people, you know, do their banking, which everybody needs, but also the value that we give back to our communities and that we want you to thrive. Um, we're not out to, you know, fee you to death or, you know, report to our shareholders huge gains. Uh, you know, we're here to serve people. We're a, or we are an industry that's built on people helping people. And whether you bank with our credit union or another one, I think that is a, a huge service that credit unions provide um, to America and all around the world. So, you know, we tell people all the time when we meet them and they're wanting to learn more about our credit union, like, Hey, we, we'd love for you to bank with us, but if you're not banking with us, bank with another credit union. Um, they're, they're in it for you, not, not for their shareholders. So, uh, so much value. I think that we provide that we're a kind of this little known fact, um, in the financial service world. So can I ask this? How do you did if I wanted to open an account with you guys today? Because this interview went so great, and I trust you too. After just twenty minutes and listening to you, and, and I'm sure that if I listened to Carpe Dime, your podcast, I'd feel the same. And I'm like motivated to to join the credit union world. Are there requirements to joining the club, basically, uh, or how how do you open an account at at your credit union? Yeah, so it totally depends based on the credit union that you're looking at for us we're community-based so if you live in greater indianapolis you you can join um, other credit unions are chartered differently so there's there might be some restrictions there but depending on the credit union you're looking at but for the most part membership is really pretty easy um, and they'll they'll find a way to get you to become a member and for us you just have to live or work in central indiana Excellent. And you can find out more about them at Financial Center First Credit Union at their website, fcfcu.com. 
Thank you both so much for joining me. Uh, give give one more plug. Where can people find your podcast and find out more information? What should they look for first? Go ahead, Dusty. Yeah, I, I mean, I think our best uh, resource is uh, fcfcu.com backslash financial dash education. You can learn more about Jamie and the webinars that he offers there. Our podcast is there. Our online uh, free uh, online financial literacy is all on that page. And I, you can also get to the podcast through Indiana. Oh, yeah, all Indiana. Indiana Podcast Network, you can find Carpe Dime there or on any of the major uh, platforms. Spotify, Google, and that, Apple. And that is at the Wish TV website. I apologize for calling you James, but I did want to, I, I, you go by Jamie, I didn't want to confuse people. Uh, you, you two got it's me. I, when, I, when I started, I go, uh, which one's Dusty, which one's Jamie? <laughs> Does that happen that a lot? All the time. It's okay. Yeah. That's great. All right. Well, Dusty Simmons, VP Membership Development, and Jamie Davidson, AVP of Financial Literacy for Financial Center First Credit Union. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to Now Hear This. I'm your host, Chris Spangle. If you missed any portion of our program, you can listen on our website, nowhearthisindy.com. If you'd like to have your organization featured on the show, please contact Gabby at 317-475-7407 or via the contact page on our website. Thanks for listening, and we will be back again next week with Now Hear This. If you want to sound smarter when talking with your friends, our mission at the We Are Libertarians podcast network is to inform you about the world in an independent and irreverent way. We take current events way more seriously than we take ourselves. We help listeners understand current events to empower you to improve your life while liberating your community. And in the process, we are building relationships that keep each of us sane. With a group of co-hosts from across the political spectrum, we toss out the screaming heads, put people before political parties. We give you the tools to think differently in a world where there is more than just Team Red and Team Blue. So download all of our shows on any podcast app by searching for We Are Libertarians and check out my show, The Chris Spangle Show.